0: Thanks for tuning in to War Cry Radio, where your host and wealth strategist, Karina Calhoun, focuses on mind reframing, personal money and credit, business theory to launch clarity, business credit, business leadership, home buying, and real estate investments. Tune in every Tuesday and Thursday at 10 a.m. Eastern Time for another great episode. Talk soon. Peace. Welcome, folks, to Warcry Radio. Go be great. I am your host and wealth strategist, Karina Calhoun. And as usual, per usual, I am excited about this episode. You're going to find that this episode is a little bit different from the previous episodes. We're beginning to get into the true meat of things as we continue down this journey of wealth building. In the beginning, I had to touch on mind reframing quite a bit as it relates to money, as it relates to credit, as it relates to business, just really peeling back some layers and dealing with fear working with goal setting things of that nature. So if you have not listened to the previous episodes, listen folks. They're not that long. I try to keep them under 20 25 minutes so that I can keep your attention and that I'm not overwhelming you with too much information. I know that as inspiration begins to kick in, you don't want to have too much stimulation. I don't want to be, I want I don't want to overstimulate you. So with that being being said, we are now starting today with the home buying process. So that's what today's episode is going to be about, the home buying process. I'm going to give you step-by-step what you would go through typically, and this is Look, listen, folks, this is a bird's eye view of the step-by-step process of buying a home. Now, this is going to be a home for the most part that you're probably going to be living in. Guys, I'm not a mortgage lender. I'm not a mortgage lender representative. Um, I am not licensed in any state to be uh, a lender nor a loan officer. I'm also not a real estate agent i am not a uh, real estate broker so with that being said i have a ton of information because i have been in the mortgage business for 20 plus years also i am a money and credit coach i'm also a business coach so i have really just married everything my experience along with the wisdom that i've received along with the education. I've married it all together and I'm now bringing you, the consumer, that information. And so again, today we're going to be talking about the home buying process. Now you're going to find that these steps may not be in the exact order that you have gone through if you purchased a home or homes in the past, and they may not necessarily be the steps that you would take uh, going forward. But As an overview, I wanted you to know what it's like. So many people don't purchase homes because they're so comfortable renting. Listen, no shade on anyone that rents. Honestly, truly, no shade. However, I do believe because we are here in the United States, we have an opportunity to have home ownership right at our fingertips. But so many people think that they can't or they shouldn't or they never will. I'm here to say you can, you should, and I hope that you do. And so again, today's episode, we're going to be talking about the home buying process. And again, folks, this is going to be a bird's eye view, a high level overview, if you will, of what steps you would need to take in the home buying process. Also, I'm gonna give you a little bit of information as it relates to some of the documentation that you would need. Now, you know, I talked to folks and they're saying, well, you know, I just, I don't know what to expect. They're gonna ask for this and they're gonna ask for that. You know, listen, my, my advice to you is just be forthright. Have your information together Have your ducks in a row. Ask as many questions as you want. Ask as many questions as you need to be comfortable with, whether it's the loan officer, which is the lender, uh, whether it's the realtor, uh, the attorney, whomever it is. Ask as many questions as you need, folks, because this is a huge, huge step that you're taking. And so I would advise that you get someone, whether it's your realtor, your lender, someone that you can really sit down and say, listen, I need you to go through this process with me or you've got me. I'm your home buying advocate. I am a money and credit coach and I am a home buying advocate. If you need assistance going through the process, I've got you. So Let's dig in the home buying process. So the first step, listen, you want to really get your credit, your your credit and your money in order. Okay. now there are there's a new um, scoring system. I'll just leave it at that. That has that's come down the pike. And listen, let me tell you guys, this scoring system is the, it is the epitome of what I was afraid of for folks who have simply gone out to get credit repair and nothing more. Hey guys, Karina Calhoun here. Listen, I just wanted to interrupt the episode really quick to let you guys know I want to gift you something special. So on my website, if you go to my website right now, www.warcry.com, that's W-A-R-K-R-Y.com, you will see the Wealth Center Okay, guys, go to the Wealth Center and you will see a link for a money in and out tracker for business and uh, personal finances. Okay, guys, go to www.warcry.com. That's then going to take you, yep to my Welcoming Wealth Center. Guys, in my Welcoming Wealth Center, I have just uploaded the Money In and Out Tracker for personal and business finances. Guys, this tracker is normally $10, because I've put a ton of work into it, but it's normally $10, but because you are listening to my podcast, I am going to give it to you for free. So, when you go over to the Welcoming Wealth Center, put in this code, all lowercase money tracker 2020. Again, that's money tracker 2020, all one word, all lowercase. You'll get it, guess what, guys, for free. This is my gift to you for being a loyal listener. So, go to my website, www.warcry.com. Look at the Welcoming Wealth Center and you're going to see the money in and out tracker for personal and business finances. Guys, I'm so excited about this. I want to hear your feedback too. Call, call me, leave me a message, text me, send smoke signals, a carrier pigeon, whatever you have to do, get a message over to me guys, because I'm so excited. Can you tell? I am like literally yelling into the microphone. Guys, I'm excited. Let me know. Peace. So listen, there is a scoring system that is now um, it is reading for the most part, for lack of better terms, your behaviors, how you've been paying your bills, not just, hey, I've got a high credit score, but how you've been paying your bills, what type of consumer you are, things of that nature. So you really want to get your credit in order you want to have under your belt a good six to 12 months of really paying your bills adequately okay above par not just credit repair not just credit repair i'm gonna say it again not just credit repair but actually paying your bills adequately okay having the proper credit adequately okay um these there's a ton of resources out here not so good resources you know these buying these trade lines you can buy a trade line but listen if you (laughs) if it's not yours and they begin to look into this and, and into your scoring and your behaviors your your credit behaviors this may not very well be good for you guys okay So you want to have your really good uh, money and credit behaviors in order for a good six to 12 months. I would say minimum eight months. Let's try to go for eight months, guys, at the very least eight months. Okay, then. You want to have your score, so I recognize that there are a lot of lenders that will um, really allow you to to be qualified, be approved for a loan at certain credit levels. But listen, see, I I feel like I really feel like I'm the bad guy. I really feel like I'm the bad guy. But let me tell you, if you just qualify. Your score is not gonna be the best possible score that you can get, okay? And this is another reason why I say, give yourself six to eight months, six to 12 months to be able to get these things in order. Just saying, boom, I have a score of 640 or 680. Yeah, that's great, but guess what? You get a better rate, on your mortgage, if you have a score at 700, at 720, at 765. So, if you have time, you know, if if you've got time, I would say, honestly, folks, I would say, work on your credit, money and habits, credit and money habits, and then go to a lender. So that's your first step: working on your money and your credit. Then you want to talk to a loan officer. So I've given some tips uh, in the past where it would really be beneficial if you had all of your documentation in order, you knew exactly what you wanted, you went and did all of your research and you found, I would say a good three lenders that you're interested in and you go to those three lenders on the same day the same day. Go to those three lenders, talk to them, get them to go ahead and run your credit, get the information that they need from you. And then that way, folks, what happens is if all three lenders are pulling your credit the same day, that's only going to count as, guess what? One inquiry that's going to hit your credit report, your credit profile. So you're you're not having to go, well, this week I'm going to ABC Mortgage and next week I'm going to uh, DEF Mortgage. And then the week following that, I'm going to XYZ Mortgage. This way, if you go to the same lender in the same day, you get one hit on your credit profile. Then the next step... Within that, going to your loan officer, you're gonna complete your loan application. You're gonna make sure when you go to that lender, you're gonna, you want to have all of your documentation right then and there. Granted, they're going to go through everything and they're gonna give you their needs list. The needs list is what everything that they need from you at that moment to begin the process, okay? So you're going to meet with your loan officer. You're going to go through and discuss any of the loan programs that they feel are beneficial for you and that you feel are beneficial for yourself. You're going to deliver to them the loan documents. Okay. All right. Then you're going to review any of the paperwork that needs to be submitted to the underwriter. Okay. Now. Let me tell you guys, there, it's okay to get a pre-qualification, but most realtors are not going to move on a pre-qualification. A pre-qualification versus a pre-approval is the pre-qualification that lender is going by what you verbally spoken to them. or what you've you've placed on an application, you have not submitted any documentation for them to verify anything. So most realtors are not gonna begin showing you a home until, unless and until you get to them a pre-approval. A pre-approval means the lender has gone through your documentation, they have reviewed it for accuracy, and they have determined that sally can be approved for a home of two hundred thousand dollars a pre-qualification says we think it's possible based on sally's uh, comments and what sally has said that she could possibly be approved for two hundred thousand dollars Okay, so that's the difference in a pre-approval and a pre-qualification. So then the next thing is once you get all of that documentation to your loan officer and they submit it to the underwriter, you know, and there's a lot of a lot of times people say, Well, the underwriter is so mean and they want this and they want that. Listen, the underwriter's job, the underwriter is not your friend. Okay, the underwriter is not on your side, the underwriter is an advocate for the lender. So they're going to look for anything that could possibly, could possibly at any point indicate that you would default on that loan. And if they see one specific thing, they're going to dig into that. So that is why a lot of people tend to quote unquote hate the underwriter. How do I know? I was an underwriter for several years. And so that was my job. My job was to advocate for the lender. I had the lender's best interest at heart, not the consumer or supposed to be. I got into a lot of trouble, but that's neither here nor there. We'll talk about that another time. So then you have your pre-approval letter, okay? So you're gonna talk to your realtor. And at that point, the realtor is gonna start looking for some homes for you. Okay, so once you get... In contact with the realtor then the realtor um, is going to get some homes for you you'll start looking at homes that are within your budget within your price point homes that are within the neighborhoods that you decide homes that are um, what you want to have okay And I would suggest, you know, even if, even though your realtor is there working for you and really grinding it out, if you happen to see some homes or you know of some homes, some neighborhoods or different things like that, I would encourage you guys, I would truly, truly encourage you to um, send those homes to your realtor so that they can get you scheduled to see them. My realtors that I've had in the past, um, actually both of the homes that I've purchased here in Richmond, Virginia, um, I I pointed them out to to my realtors because they were not uh, specifically homes that I had identified initially that I would want to look at. And so it's perfectly okay for you to do that. You want to, you and the realtor are partnering together. Okay. And so then you're going to find the home that you want within your price point and the area that you want, all of the specifics that you like. And then you're going to have a home inspection completed. Okay. The home inspector is for you they are your advocate they're looking to find anything and everything um, no matter how big no matter how small that would need to be repaired um corrected anything that stands out to them like i said no matter how big or small that they would think needs to be fixed Now, the flip side of that is with the inspection, the lender is also gonna look at this, okay? Now, let me give you a little little bit of advice with this. If you get an inspection report back and there are items that are on there that may be cosmetic um but are not deal breakers for you i would suggest you keeping that inspection report handy for after you close and that can actually be your checklist for things that you want done. Because one thing that that inspector is going to do is going to give you an estimate for each item. Now, granted, it's gonna be a ballpark. Again, it's an estimate, but this will give you literally everything that you would probably want to look at Is you know to get repaired, whatever the case may be. So that home inspection report If there's nothing on there that's a deal breaker for you, the seller, and the lender, then I would say keep that handy because you can use that later for yourself. Okay. Then the next thing is an appraisal is going to be ordered. The appraisal is for the benefit of the lender. A lot of people think it is for the benefit of the borrower. It is not, it is for the benefit of the lender. The appraiser is gonna go out to the property. They're gonna look at the home. They're gonna look at the area, the neighborhood. They're gonna look at homes within a certain amount of miles from the home. And they're gonna look at what the value should be for that property. Is it consistent and in line with the uh, selling price? Okay, they're also going to note any repairs that need to be made for that property. And depending on what type of loan you have, whether it's a government loan or a conventional loan is going to be determined when those those repairs need to be done or how urgent they are. So keep that in mind with the properties that you're looking at, but your your realtor is gonna be able to point all of this out for you. If you have a really good realtor who's savvy in the market, they're gonna be able to help you with this information, okay? Um, so the appraiser will go out to the property. Um, that is not anything, you, you don't need to be there when the appraiser goes. Let me just backtrack a little bit. You do want to be present when the home inspector does the inspection, you do want because you want to be able to ask any questions that arise because they're going to go through each and everything that they identify on that particular uh inspection report. Okay, then you're gonna have the title commitment is going to be ordered. The title commitment is when the closing attorney or the title company um, does a title search on that property. Is it free and clear of liens? Is there a hundred thousand dollar lien on it from someone, whomever, you know, that that no one talked about, no one disclosed. So they're gonna make sure that this property is able to be titled over to you and that there's no hiccups. Okay. Then flood certification is going to be ordered. The flood certification or the flood cert for short, this is going to be a document, a, a certification letter that says from FEMA, from the government that this property is or is not in a flood zone. If it is in a flood zone, then your lender is going to require you to get flood insurance in addition to homeowner's insurance. Okay. Then you're going to go to the next step step, which is submitting any updated documentation that's required from your loan officer. Anything that the underwriter is needing. Okay. So, guys, I'm going to stop right here because I want to, this is going to be a two-part session because I want to make sure I go through this information and I don't want to hold up your time for too long. So I'm going to stop right here. We just stopped at submitting any of your documentation to the loan officer anything that the underwriter needs. We're going to stop right here. Catch me on the next episode and we're going to finish this out. We're going to go through the rest of the steps. We're also going to talk about some of the documentation that you're going to need. Okay, so tune back in on the next episode, guys. I've enjoyed this. This is like this is my wheelhouse. I love this. This is my sweet spot. I love educating. I love educating, especially as it relates to the residential mortgage industry, because there's a ton of information out here, misinformation. There's a ton of good information, but you know, I just want to do my part and make sure you guys are successful in what you're doing. So guys, I am your host and wealth strategist, Karina Calhoun, and we've been talking about the home buying process. So guys, I will talk with you later. Have a good one. See you later. Bye-bye.